Hey everyone, welcome back to Achieving Failure. I'm your host Chris, and guess what? It's the beginning of October. The year's almost over. The weather's getting colder. Las Vegas, for you uh, locals, we just had our first sight of snowfall on Mount Charleston. Everywhere around the country, in Vegas, my hometown, New Jersey. The trees are turning their harvest colors, a red, yellow, and orange. Children are in school, planning their Halloween costumes, and pop-up stores fill the forgotten, vacant spaces we used to once call shopping malls. This time of year reminds me of being a child back in New Jersey. Oh, the remembrance of being an innocent child. <laughs> I remember looking back around the fall time it kind of reminds me of starting my first educational classes being a strapping young lad that i was attending my first kindergarten class first grade and then second grade and then remembering getting stabbed in the god leg with a pencil Welcome to Achieving Failure, a podcast that gives you a break from politics, popular trends, and brings you good old-fashioned life stories that made us who we are today. Sit back and relax with your host, Chris, as he brings you another exciting adventure on how to achieve failure. We're returning to the memories of Chris. As we reopen the scabs of time, I mean, <clears throat> we're, we're reopening the time capsule. This is kind of a continuation of another one of those memoirs that I did. That continuation of Who Am I? This one, we're reflecting when I first went to school. When thinking about my school life from kindergarten to third grade, I could still remember all the fun and exciting times I used to have. Having to deal with the so-called wonderful teachers was another story. Let's first start off in kindergarten. Ah, yes. Do you remember kindergarten? I mean, I don't even know. I'm too stupid to really come up with how old, how, well, what the age was. But, I mean, it's one of those things you either remember it or you don't. It, it happened so long ago, I still have a lot of memories burned into my brain. But there's nothing more exciting than experiencing the joy of coming home from school for the first time. Starting that new education and that wonderful life. Yeah, right. For me, it was welcome to hell. Miss Fideli was her name and hating children was her game. I've never met anyone who hated kids as much as her in my entire life. She was the worst thing that ever crawled out from under a bridge. God, I was, I was pretty harsh for graduating high school. For being a 17, 18-year-old, that's that's pretty rude. <laughs> I'm not saying this to be mean, but her attitude was the worst. I could still remember children cowering in the corner as she yelled and threw papers at everyone in every direction. And it's almost like we had a serious disease and she come, couldn't come near us. Now, this is something I actually do remember. This is one of the memories I do have. And I do remember being a child, sitting at those, I guess you could say the rectangular tables. I, I don't know, you probably had like four to six people sitting at these tables. And we had the tiny, the tiny, tiny little plastic chairs that would give you spinal bifida because there's no give whatsoever. But I do remember 
I don't even remember what the project was, but I do remember her standing in the middle of the room on the carpet. We used to have that little where you could go have like your naps and everything. You'd have your afternoon nap. But um, I do remember her standing in the middle of the floor and just, just throwing papers everywhere calling out our names and we would have to like hurry up and like not only run over and pick up our paper but now we got to figure out which paper was ours because she's just throwing it everywhere and that actually happened that's a real thing after you got through all the yelling from the teacher and the crying of the kids i guess you could say the class is actually fun i can still picture myself finger painting on the easels playing with the big wooden blocks building towers as tall as us and having the occasional visit from outside the school. One of the many people who came to visit our school was a local fire department. This fire chief was extremely nice while teaching us about fire safety and what to do just in case a real fire ever did break out. And I want to say I do remember that. I want to at least say I remember messing around with, I think it was a fire extinguisher. I think he got to like, let us hold it. I, I don't, I can't remember if we actually got to spray it or not i want to say we did i want to say we actually went outside kindergarten was fun though the half days during those half days we would actually have nap time reading new stories for the first time but one of the greatest days i ever had was when miss F miss fideli <laughs> didn't come to school and we had a substitute <laughs> god jeez I had a lot of fun with these substitutes because they were actually nice and they let us have more fun than our real teacher. Soon the school year came to a close and I was so happy to get out of that class. I bet my teacher was thinking the same thing. But it's actually funny reading that because you would think that, but I mean, she's got another class of kids coming in, so I don't, I don't know. I was so happy to get out of that class, but now it was time for a full day of school. Now, on to the first grade. We're growing up. Mrs. Peters was her name, and she was a god compared to my previous teacher. In first grade, we got to learn all about... We got to learn actually more about... We actually got to read more books and how to start doing math. Had lots of fun in her class until one day became really sick and accidentally threw up in the middle of the hallway. Come to think of it, I think somebody actually walked or ran through it no oh well and i actually kind of do remember this it was kind of a funny funny retail funny well that's kind of a funny callback because it's one of those the more i read into these things it, it kind of like unlocks your brain because then you start going oh yeah i remember this about the school i remember that about the school i remember our lunch cafeteria area was also our gymnasium it was kind of like an all-in-one it was also i guess we if we had shows we used to have like shows there and they would put it there because we had a stage it was kind of a funny all-in-one i think they actually had a basketball court there too i think they had basketball games <laughs> so it was a basketball court uh auditorium and lunchroom but going back to remembering i do remember in that particular class it was kindergarten and first grade 
Now, for those in New Jersey who actually went to Peter Cooper who can actually remember, if you guys if you guys do, I remember in the back of the classroom, there in the back of the classroom in the corner, there used to be a single bathroom. So you go in there, and it was, it was big. It was a big bathroom. But you go in there, you had a toilet, you had a sink, and we used to use that as kids. You just get up, use the bathroom, whatever. But it was only afterwards. I think it was the second, third grade forward. We didn't have bathrooms. You would actually have to get a hall pass and walk down the hallway. So I remember as a kid, it kind of, it was weird. We didn't have our own bathroom. But for this particular time, I guess I was, I guess I had a stomach, a stomach issue. I guess I was sick. And instead of using the bathroom, I, I wanted to go to the nurse's office. And for us, the nurse's office was almost like on the other side of the school. So... I was uh, walking out of the classroom and I was walking down the hall when I just went bleh, all over the place. And I, I remember I this is it was one of those that I, I remember it now. I uh, the poor janitor was thrown down as sawdust, whatever they used to pick up kids puke. And I don't even know how the hell you miss it. It wasn't like you can't miss it. There's people standing there. There's sawdust all over the floor and somebody doop, 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 and then just walked right in and almost slipped and fell too. So <laughs> During my art class, I was introduced to the wonderful world of art. I truly believe I've learned nothing in that class but how to make stupid, useless cranes and swans out of paper. Every day it was origami. It's the only thing that this lady actually knew how to make, and God forbid you should make one little mistake, all hell would break loose. And I do remember her. Oh my God. She was, um, I don't remember exactly who, like, I don't remember exactly her name, but I believe she was French. And that's all we did. We are like, can we do something? No. No. We're going to do this. We're going to make cranes. We're going to do it. It was always something origami, and we're like, the first grade. Come on, lady. You're killing me. So here I am, six years old, and she expects me to be a master origami paper folder. I guess she gave up soon, because we finally got to go on to other things like painting. But of course, it didn't compare to her expectations. Soon the days turned into weeks, and weeks turned into months before I knew it. This year was over. Another year of my life wasted, and I learned nothing. Second grade. Second grade is here. Same school, different teacher, and yet another year wasted. God dang. Talk about positivity in your life. <laughs> hey, I'm a kid, so of course I love not doing anything, but I can't say that much for my parents, though. Second grade was okay. Learning more advanced reading, mathematics, and meeting new people. I felt so privileged to meet this one girl, Natasha. I swear to God, this girl was the devil. As it was the same normal day, my class would sit on the ground in front of our desks and talk about what we like to do. As luck would have it, I got stuck sitting next to Natasha. We were talking, and then for no reason at all, she takes out her pencil and stabs me in the thigh, breaking off the graphite tip in my leg. I do remember, my God, it was the most horrible and unbearable and painful experiences. I mean, she just laughed. Just 
and like just broke it and then she laughed and ran off and then went to go play on the computer I was like what? now I don't remember exactly how this whole thing went down whether or not I said something that day or I just kind of kept quiet I don't remember but I do remember talking to my parents about it and I had to show them I said my leg is killing me I got this piece of graphite stuck in my leg and uh, I, I, oh my God, it was horrible. Uh, it was horrible reliving it because what they had to do was they had to go in there with the tweezers and like actually try to dig around and try to get a hold of this graphite and pull it out. And I mean, now I got a hole in my leg. Now, who the hell does that? Psychotic people. I remember. I did after getting my parents involved and we took it out. We did uh, we did get the teacher involved, hoping she would do something, but nope. So I should be so lucky. She told Natasha and I, she took Natasha and I to the side of the class and told us not to do it again. That's it. Nothing more. Just a simple, figurative slap on the wrist. Couldn't wait to get out of there. And finally, the second grade came to an end. Now, we move on to the third grade. And what a new and exciting adventures this class had in store for me. God's honest truth, I don't learn a goddamn thing in third grade either. I learned about football teams. I learned what the names were and where they were located. That was it. Nothing more. I learned football. I remember his name was Mr. Cronky, and he was a hardcore Giants fan. He used to have a massive uh, paper cutout, uh, kind of a poster cutout of his face on a on a football player. Um, it was kind of like a caricature, caricature, uh, uh, cardboard cutout of him. Uh, with a with him donned in a Giants uniform, and that's kind of that's that's what we did. We learned about football teams. Sure, we learned math cursive, but it's like my homework was: here's a map of the United States. Here's the football teams. Tell me what cities they're located in. So, sure, I learned some math, but I also learned for those who are. Football fans, I learned about the Houston Oilers. They're not around anymore, but I knew about them. I was it the Houston Oilers? Yeah, maybe. Whatever. I don't. I, I don't follow sports anyway. But it was the Oilers, the Dolphins, the Saints, the Bengals, the Jets, Giants. We learned about the whole rivalry. For again, these are my New Jersey people. You knew way back when. The whole rivalry between the Jets and Giants Stadium. Uh, Jets, yeah, Jets and the Giants playing at the Giants Stadium in East Rutherford. There was always a big, there was a big thing going back and forth with that. That was it. I do remember playing Math Crunchers, though. I think it was Math Crunchers. It was some weird alien thing that would run around and literally crunch numbers. <laughs> it would eat the numbers crunching them. I could still remember my parents' reactions after learning where all their money was going. Just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, my warm personal friend, Natasha, would wind up in my class again. 
I still can, I still, oh my God, I still can remember the words she said on the first day of the third grade. Mr. Cronky isn't going to care what happens. God, that sent chills down my spine and that girl was out for blood. As usual, we learned nothing except football teams. So, so much for an educational system from kindergarten to the third grade. When looking back, really didn't learn anything. Keep saying that. It's unfortunate, but really didn't learn anything. <coughs> Four years wasted. And believe me, that lack of an education came around to bite me in the ass for the next couple of years. But that's for another chapter in my life. I will say, though, of all the negativity that I've said about the whole school system, the one thing that... I did appreciate was the <laughs> it's not even education it's I just got pulled out of class to go see a con uh, I went to go see Venom of the Opera in New York City and that was probably one of my most rememberable uh, one thing that I remember the most and it was actually kind of cool like that was one of the first times I actually got to go see a Broadway play and Maybe one day I'll come back and revisit that, but it was going going into school, I think it was a Wednesday, and I remember around noon, my mother pulled me out, and we drove to go see my family in Bayonne, New Jersey, and hopped on a bus into the Port Authority, and from the Port Authority, I mean, this is way back in the 90s, and... Oh my god, for those who can remember early, late 80s, early 90s, New York City. It's like, oh my god. We get off the bus into the Port Authority. And the Port Authority, for those who don't really know New York City, it's a huge, huge... Um, I, guess the, I guess the best way you could say is it's kind of like a train station for buses. All the buses kind of pull in, drop people on and off, and then they take off and they kind of go wherever they need to go. It was a huge, huge hub for a lot of commuters coming in and out of well, New York City. A lot of people would come in from New Jersey. The same with Penn Station. Penn Station was for the trains. So we had Port Authority and the trains. Anyway, uh, we would get off and we would go walking through the Port Authority and it just smelled like piss. Homeless people everywhere. But I guess at that particular time, that's what New York City was. Ooh, it's that rough city. If you can make it, you can make it anywhere kind of mentality. And um, I do remember walking through the Port Authority. And it's kind of crazy to look back and think about it now. Because back then, we used to walk outside into the streets. And I still have like this love for the city. But... It's, you think a city's a city. I lived in San Diego. I live in Vegas. I lived in, uh, outside of Pittsburgh. I went to New York City, went to Boston. I went to a lot of different cities. And there's just something very special about New York City. And whether it be the steam coming out from under the ground through all the vents, the running of the subway system, it's just, it's, it's just a very different sound. But I remember we, um, would pass a bunch of newsstands when they used to have newspapers 
a lot of the uh, the guys that sell roasted nuts, and I mean they're still there, but it's one of those not nobody really has that. It was always such a unique thing to. Uh, it was always such a unique thing to the city. I've never seen that almost anywhere, but New York. I think the the closest I can get is I don't know Singapore, but even then they were selling ice cream out of uh, the little push cards. I mean some people do that, but New York always had a different thing. Anyway, as I'm going on this tangent. I remember getting off when we went to go see Phantom of the Opera and I was, it was one of the coolest experiences because it, I've seen a bunch of different shows and for whatever reason, this has captivated me and it's, I've seen it a couple times after and it was always just as great as I expected it to be. And it's kind of funny because everybody goes, wait, you, you like Phantom of the Opera? It's like, I love, I used to, as a kid, I used to listen to that soundtrack all the time. So... While I'm sitting here bashing the third grade and my educational system, I did get a good education in the performing arts. Whether I mean I watched it, so whatever. So that and I do remember one of the funnier things uh, in the third grade. We did learn how magnets completely screw up your monitor. <laughs> now, I haven't tried it on... My monitors, because I don't want to ruin anything. I'm sitting there running 4K monitors. I don't want to go breaking shit. But way back when, I mean, we had these massive monitors. It's not these little, these little skinny, skinny things we have today. I mean, you had these massive computer monitors. I don't know. I think we we're running old Mac, Macintosh or some shit like that. But we were, we we're running with these computers and for whatever reason we had magnets and then just somebody was playing once again they were playing their little number crunchers and i remember we would go over there and we'd start rubbing the magnets on the monitor for whatever reason and this is turning colors and we're like oh this is so cool and we're rubbing it and then all of a sudden boom the whole the whole monitor went blank and uh I don't remember how or why or how that even happens rubbing magnets, but I remember as kids, we thought it was so cool that it was changing green and purple and we're kind of like, the more you kind of mush it around, you could actually kind of trace it almost like an Etch-a-Sketch. It was actually, it was actually a lot of fun until we broke it, but uh, yeah, that's just going back and remembering, remembering the first couple years of school and I'm sure... As we progress with this, we're going to have a lot more. I know I have a lot of stories about my life, which I'm more than happy to share with you guys. Which comes down to, hey, little by little, we're growing with followers. We're on, we're on the Facebook. We're on the Instagram. We're on the stupid TikTok. We're streaming on YouTube. Well, not streaming, but we're, we're posting on YouTube. Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcast, all the different places. But hey, listen, little by little, we're growing an audience. And if you love what we're doing, just let us know. It's, um, right now, this is kind of like a passion of love project as we still try to figure things out. It's, it's, it's been, it's been interesting. And I'm going to actually make, I'm going to make an episode about this too, but it's been fun. It's been interesting. And I love to see there's getting more and more engagement that people seem to be loving our 
materials. So for those listening on YouTube, give that subscribe, hit that like button. I know it's very cliche, but hey, your feedback helps us. For those listening online, I, I have no idea how the hell you even do that. I guess download it, send us an email. I don't know, whatever. The more you listen, the more we get excited to bring you guys more content. And right now it's, again, we're, 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 a, we're a nobody podcast. So the best way to get our message out is to, it's more or less word of mouth. So if you love what you're doing, if you know someone who loves to hear life stories about nonsense, stupid shit like that, just share this, share a podcast, let them figure it out. Let them, let them go on this crazy journey with us. And as we get better and better, I, I want the enthusiasm to be a lot more. I mean, this episode, I'm a day late. I literally had to. Well. I'm a day late with this. Because I, the first time I recorded it, I didn't like it. It wasn't there really wasn't too much enthusiasm. I read it. It was very monotone. I wanted to redo it again, because if you're going to spend 30 minutes with us. I want to at least keep you entertained. So with that being said, thank you so much for tuning in this week. Hopefully we'll see you next time. And again, if you like what we're doing, like subscribe, follow us on social media, whatever, tell friends and family, because the love that you guys give us makes us so much happier and motivates us to put out better stuff for you. So once again, thank you guys. We'll see you all next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more info, find us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have a story you'd love to share, shoot us an email at aflvpodcast at gmail.com. That's AF, Achieving Failure, LV, Las Vegas, podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you all next time.